Welcome to this episode of the Contend Podcast, where it is my goal to encourage Christians to contend for the faith that has been delivered unto the saints. This first episode will be a get-to-know-me episode, where I'll answer the questions that I received this past week. I hope that through this episode, you will be able to get a better understanding of me and of the goals that I have for this website, blog, and podcast. Alrighty, let me just take a second to start by thanking everyone for joining me for this podcast and taking the time to listen to it. And also thank you to all of you who sent in questions uh, for me to answer in this podcast. I want to take a minute just for a second uh, before we get into the questions to share my testimony and tell you a little bit about uh, where I serve and what I do so you can understand a little bit where I'm coming from with these answers. I was saved at the age of five um, on April 7th, 2000. Me and my dad were on our way home from Walmart. And my mom and sister were at a mother-daughter banquet, and um, a lady had just gotten baptized in our church the Sunday before. And so I asked him about baptism, and he asked me if I'd ever been saved, uh, knowing that I hadn't been. And so we got home, and I, I told him, no, I hadn't been saved. And he, uh, we sat down, and he took me down the Romans Road and explained to me what I need to do to be saved. And I prayed and asked the Lord to save me on April 7th of 2000. I always grew up in church, so I already knew, I kind of already knew what needed to be done to be saved, but uh, I asked the Lord to save me on that day. So fast forward um, 18 years, and now I'm the youth pastor at the church that I've always been in, uh, Dunes Baptist Church. I graduated from Emmanuel Baptist Academy in Valparaiso, Indiana, and I have a bachelor's degree in theology from Southern Indiana Baptist College. So that's a little bit of my background and what I do and my testimony. So let's get into some questions uh, for today. Um, starting off, I have a couple somewhat personal questions. My sister was messing around on the uh, on Instagram asking me some random questions, but I figured I'd ask them just for fun. She asked me what my favorite color is, and my favorite color is red. Um, growing up, it was my favorite color. It's kind of my dad's favorite color, too, so I've always liked it. So if you want to get me anything and send it to me, my favorite color is red. Um, she also asked who my favorite sibling is, and uh, the reason she asked that is because I only have one sibling. It's uh, her, my sister Allison. She's also my best friend, so uh, we do everything together, and she is my favorite sibling, but she is my only one. Even if I had others, she'd probably still be my favorite. <laughs> um, the next question is, am I single? And uh, the answer is yes, I'm single. Um, I don't have a girlfriend, a wife, a fiance, none of that. I'm single. But uh, the Lord has kind of used this past year to work with me in that. There was a time when I thought I needed to be in a relationship, which obviously I don't, but um, the Lord kind of worked in my heart and kind of gave me a little bit of peace about being single and working, um, striving for His will, even though I'm not married, even though I'm not in a relationship. But uh, I think that does it for the the personal questions. We have some about music, some about ministry also. But uh, someone asked, what led me to get started in music, and how did I learn to play all the instruments that I play? Um, well, I got started in music in first grade. I started taking piano lessons. I took uh, 12 years of piano lessons from first to 12th grade, and then I took another year of piano lessons after I graduated. So I had 13 years of piano lessons total. That gave me a a very good knowledge of music, of theory, and of just of uh, how music worked. So I was able to learn uh, the other instruments that I play because of that. But uh, I got started in music because I've always loved music. Um, I had a desire to 
I didn't want to learn to play the piano at the beginning, but my parents encouraged me to, and uh, they paid for my lessons all the way through school, even into high school, so um, I owe that to them. The ability that I have came from that mostly, but uh, I got started in music because uh, my parents encouraged me to. That's basically how I got started, and I had a desire to, to learn music because I love music. I always have. And then I learned to play all the other instruments, basically self-taught. Um, I took some online guitar lessons when I was learning, but other than that, I pretty much taught myself everything I know. Uh, next question, how many instruments do I play? I play um, eight, I believe. I play the piano, guitar, mandolin, banjo, dobro, um, the bass, um, a little bit of harmonica, and a little bit of fiddle. So I think that's eight. But uh, I love music, and I love playing, and I get to use my talents in church uh, often. So I definitely enjoy it, and I enjoy um, the ability that God's given me. And I recorded a CD in uh, 2016, the end of the year. And this isn't a this isn't a shameless plug to have you go buy my CD, but if you want it, there's a link on the website to uh, faithmusicmissions.com. That's where I recorded it, and you can order it from them. I'm working on getting a link so that you can order it directly from me for a little bit, but uh, I haven't got that up and going yet. You can order that from them. Um, someone asked, why the music ministry and not pastor my own church? Well, uh, being that I'm single and I don't have a wife, I don't necessarily meet all the qualifications to be a pastor. But um, why the music ministry? To ask answer that part of the question, um, the Lord kind of just worked that out. I surrendered to preach um, the December after I graduated from high school. And the, the opportunity was given to me. Um, more recently to become the youth pastor and I kind of just surrendered over to God that whole um, music and all whatever he wanted me to do and he opened the door for me to to work in the music department in my church um, I always have been active in the music but as I as I surrendered to God it seemed like he opened more doors for me to become more involved with uh, uh, piano playing and, and playing specials and being able to help lead the music and pick out the songs and such and things such as that so the question of why the music ministry is because God opened the door and I had a desire to do it. And then the second, the follow-up, why not pastor? Um, because I don't necessarily meet the qualifications for pastor. Um, I am called to preach, and I do believe that, that God wants me to be a pastor of some sort. Um, even if it is just stay a youth pastor, I'm, I'm completely fine with that if that's what God has for me. Someone asked, how did I get started in ministry? Um that's a, a tricky question, but I got started in ministry um, just because my family was always serving. I guess that's the most simple way to put it. My family was always doing something in church, and my family was always out soul winning or on bus visitation or, or cleaning the church or doing whatever needed done. And so I was always, I was always there. I was always doing something. Um, and I say that basically because my parents were doing something. Um, when I was, I think, five years old, um, even before I was saved, it was my job to sweep the walk on Sunday mornings. And there was a little red wood-handled broom, like the, the old straw ones. It wasn't even a, a nice one. But uh, it was my job to sweep the walk off before church. And that was that became my job. And I do it even to this day on some occasions. I'll be out there sweeping the walk. Um, and it was just because I was available. I know um, I heard... There was a college group at high in my high school when I was there, and and the one one of the girls said that she never had an opportunity to serve because she went to a smaller church, 
And uh, I go to a smaller church. I, I work in a smaller church. But when I was growing up, there was never a shortage of opportunities to serve because the church was small. Um, generally, it was because people didn't want to do anything. But nonetheless, I digress. Um, I got started in ministry because I was available. I would say would probably be the most um, easy way to answer that. Uh, next question, when did I know God was calling me to preach? Um, specifically, I can't necessarily put a time on it. Um, it was during my senior year of high school. I felt God's call uh, to the ministry. I wasn't exactly sure what aspect, but I was sitting in a study hall with a junior. I was a senior, and he and I spent a lot of time together. And he, he asked me, he said, I know you're probably hearing this a lot this year, but what are you planning on doing when you graduate? And so I told him, I said, I'm not sure um, exactly what God wants me to do, but I feel that he might be calling me to preach. And he, knowing my background, commented, well, I'm not so sure about that because we already have too many mama called papa sent preachers. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what he meant. But um, because he doubted the call that I felt on my life, I kind of questioned it. And I wasn't sure exactly what God wanted me to do. And I, I struggled with it. Um, from about March or April of 2012 till December of 2012 when I finally surrendered. But um, I think it was more of a, I didn't struggle with it because I didn't think I was uh, qualified or anything like that, which I, I don't think I'm qualified. I don't think um, I'm some great order or anything like that. But but uh, I heard Brother Tony Shirley say that he, he struggled with the call to preach because he felt maybe it was just his zeal for God that caused him to want to preach. And I can relate to that because I, I thought for a time that it was just because I was trying to serve God that I felt like maybe he was, um, just, maybe he was calling me to something, but I just wanted to preach because I had so much, I was so enthused to be in the ministry. But, uh, I took, um, I would take a day a week and I would pray specifically for God to work in my heart as to what he was calling me to do. I would pray, uh, let's say it was Tuesday, I would say, oh, Tuesday of this week, I'm going to pray for God to to work. And I would pray, God, if this is your your call, make it clear. And if it's not, take, take that desire away. Take away the desire to preach so I don't uh, continue seeking it if it's not your will. And uh, that summer of 2012, I, I struggled with it to make sure it was God's will because I wanted to be sure that it was. And by the end of the summer, I, I had a pretty clear feeling that I knew it was God's will, but uh, I, I kept praying about it through the fall, and then December of 2012, I surrendered to preach, and then I you know, finished up uh, working on my associates and then my bachelor's degree, and then was given the position of youth pastor at my church. But uh, So to answer the question, when did I know God was calling me to preach, it was um, pretty much once I surrendered to do whatever God wanted, and I know that sounds overly simple, but uh, as I surrendered to do get what God wanted, I made sure I was where God wanted me to be. He kind of made it a little more clear what he wanted me to be doing. And I don't mean to sound sound preachy or anything. This isn't that kind of episode of a podcast or anything like that. But, but I can't emphasize enough how important it is to be doing what you know you need to do now. Because if you if you're calling or you're wondering what God's calling you to do, but you're unwilling to read your Bible, you're probably not going to find it. Or if you're struggling with what God wants you to do and you're unwilling to go out soul winning or to pray or to, or to give or to be in church, then, then you're probably not going to find what God wants you to do. We have to do what God wants us to do now, and then he'll lead us with the next step. 
but nonetheless, um, next question. What's my favorite part about being a youth pastor? That's a tough one because I love just about everything about being a YP. And, uh, but I think probably the, the one of my favorite things, if not the favorite thing is when I'm teaching in class or, or if I'm preaching or something and I look at one of the teens and it just clicks I can see in their in their face that they understand what I'm saying. They get it. That that they see that they need to apply. That they say, "Yes, I need this in my life. I need to put this into practice. I need to do this." Um, if if not that, then probably my favorite thing would be if they when a teenager comes up to me and and talks to me about a problem they're having. Um, being only 23, a single guy, um, I don't get a lot of trust thrust upon me which is understandable I'm, I'm a young guy and I, I haven't had enough time to earn everyone's trust but when a teenager comes up to me and and tells me about a problem and asks my advice on something it shows that they have enough trust in me to to ask me that it is very humbling to me um, I know that I don't deserve everyone's trust right off the bat I, I understand that but when a teenager comes up to me and shows that they have that trust it's very um humbling and it's it's very exciting to me and I that is one of my favorite parts too of being a youth pastor when they come up and they ask me oh uh brother Sam I'm dealing with this situation or I'm I have this problem at home or whatever what what should I do it's very humbling and and uh very inspiring that they have that trust and they've placed that trust um in me to help them give them advice with something or to give them my opinion on something and i really i really like that so when people see it in class when they get it or when they show that they have trust in me to ask me about something those are probably my favorite parts about being a youth pastor all right next question is uh, do i plan on staying a youth pastor at my church or um going to another church or even being a pastor myself uh someday um that is a a difficult question because I don't know exactly what God has planned. And wherever God calls me, I'll go. Um, I've already surrendered that if he wants me to be a youth pastor or assistant pastor somewhere else, I'll, I'll do it. Or if he wants me to be a pastor uh, myself, um, I'll do it. I'm willing to do whatever God wants me to do. Um, I've, I've told just a couple people, but um, I have a slight desire in my heart to to perhaps plan a church or start a church. But uh, as I said, that's my desire right now. I'm not sure that's God's desire. But um, for the time being, I'm planning on staying here at Dunes Baptist Church, being the youth pastor here, serving here in the music ministry, and, and doing all that I can to be a help here. Um, but if God calls me somewhere else, I'll go. I know that uh, my parents and my uh my grandparents, they, they wouldn't care if I went somewhere else because if I feel it's God's call, then then I'd have their support. But uh, for right now, I'm planning on staying here. But I can't say for sure what God has planned because if I knew what God has planned, then I'd be doing it now. So you know, for the time being, I stay, I plan, plan on staying here at my church and serving as the youth pastor um, until God sees fit to call me somewhere else or give me a new position somewhere else or even here. Um, what are my goals for my ministry? Um, well, that's a very deep question, but my goals for the ministry, the youth ministry of Dunes Baptist Church is to produce teenagers that are on fire for God. Um, I want the next um, D.L. Moody to come from Dunes Baptist Church Youth Group. 
want the next Charles Spurgeon to come from Dunes Baptist Church youth group. I want the next Amy Carmichael to come out of my youth group. And I know that that probably sounds selfish, but I don't see it that way. I want to create a desire for God in the hearts of my teens. I want them to see that I have a desire for God and then uh, give that desire to them, transfer it to them so they can go out and do even more than I'll ever be able to do. I want the next great um, evangelist or missionary or or uh, whatever it may be, I want them to come from my youth group so I can say, hey, I know them. I help them. I, I train them. I, I told them what I knew and I, I helped them with everything that everything that I had, I poured into them. So I guess the goal for my ministry is to not create the largest teen department or the largest youth group in Indiana or in this country, but to produce teenagers that have a fire for God, that are willing to give everything they have to see soul saved, to give everything they have to further the gospel of Christ. That would be my goals. My goal for the ministry is just that, to produce teenagers that have a desire to serve God, that have a desire to see soul saved, that have a desire and a love for everything that um, I stand for and that God has uh, done in their lives and that God can do for others. Next question, how do I wish to see the ministry expand? Um, That's also a deep question. But I would love to be able to help other teens. I guess that's probably one of the reasons that I've felt a need for this website and this blog because uh, the Internet can reach people that I'll never be able to have a face-to-face conversation with. And I'm not trying to pastor people from across the globe, but if I can write something or say something that'll help someone, that's what I want to do. And I'm not looking, as I said just a moment ago, I'm not looking to have the biggest youth group in Indiana or in America. If if God sees fit to give me that, I'm perfectly fine with it. I'd, I'd take it willingly. I'd accept that. But um, to see to say how I'd like to have the ministry expand, obviously I would love to have more teens. Obviously, I'd I'd love to see more souls saved. But um, any way that I can encourage someone or help someone in my youth group or another youth pastor or maybe just a, a Christian that stumbles up across this, any way I can help them, that's what I want to do. And and I feel that would be an expansion of the ministry, um, just through me being able to talk to someone or or have them listen to a podcast like this or read an article on the blog or on the website. Um, Next question, do I plan on making more CDs or writing more books? Um, Yes and yes. Um, I've already arranged several songs for another CD, but obviously uh, money is an object when it comes to stuff like that. But uh, as, as I get closer, I'm sure the Lord will provide if that's in His will. And... Do I plan on writing more books? I do plan on writing more books also. I'm working on, um, I have a couple ideas. I'm actually working on one right now and pursuing it. But um, I do plan on making more CDs, writing more books. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I wrote a book called From High School to High Calling. Um, it's written mostly to teenagers or maybe as a resource for youth pastors. But uh, it should be available the end of this week through this website. So, uh, I'll definitely be keep you posted on that, but I check back if I don't say anything, um, to maybe get a copy of that. <laughs> but, uh, 
I believe that is all the questions I have. Yep, that's about all we got for today. But uh, if you have any more questions, feel free to message me or leave a comment on this um, this post or or shoot me an email, and I'll, I'll be glad to answer any other questions that you have, any other questions you think of. And uh, I want to thank you again for the interest that you've shown in listening through this podcast. And anyone who submitted a question, I want to thank you for that. And I, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen and taking the time to try to get to know me a little better. And I hope you have a great day wherever you are. Uh, whatever day you're listening to this, I hope you have a great day. And that the Lord may bless you as you continue to contend for the faith that is delivered to the saints. 